three, two, one. Thank God that's over. 2020 is over and done with. Uh, we are moving into the next realm. 2021. It's here. Happy New Year, Stephen. Happy New Year to you, sir. I am uh, I am Nick. That is Stephen. Yeah. Sick Lions on on Twitter. Sramir is on uh, Twitter. You can figure it out. Yeah, we're going to start saying our handles more, I guess. I don't really know. Uh, this is where we're most vocal. This is Real Rotten, the podcast where we watch movies underneath 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And it's time to get real. We're going to talk about everything we got planned for 2021. So far, the year's been pretty normal. It's been right? pretty awesome. Very normal. Very awesome. Extremely normal year. Yeah. Uh, nothing crazy has happened so far. We're on yeah. day seven. This is day seven. Uh, oh, I thought we were taping this pre uh, <laughs> pre certification. <laughs> Never mind. This is post certification. Post certification. I'm being real. Nick's not. Uh, <laughs> we're in a democratic hellscape. Things are bad. Things are already off to a, a rocky start. I would say rocky start for 2021. Yeah. Uh, we've already had Bean Dad, and Bean, we've already Bean had uh, we've already had Mr. Bean, almost a coup, a, yeah. an attempted coup, yeah, on the United States of America. Yeah. But nothing's going to stop us from bringing you the news about movies under 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm going to do something that's never been done on the podcast before. I'm going to ask Stephen, hey, Stephen, how, how's it going? I think I've never asked you how you're doing before on I, the podcast. I mean, there's no reason to ask because... Because uh, <laughs> we're, one of, the, we're one of those get into it podcasts. We're, we, we just go off the bat. We go off on a tangent for 30 minutes, but it's never about ourselves. Yeah, it's never about the t- the topic at hand. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just about uh, something we're thinking about uh, off chance. But how are you uh, this new year? We're going to do resolutions. We got the whole gang together. Uh, uh, Kyle's here. Hey there. What the yeah, yes, please. Uh, K Jax is also joining us, so we got double. We're getting double dicked by the producers today. Oh, I'm- what up? <laughs> like clockwork. <laughs> oh, I thought the "what up" was a new drop that you got. I, oh, it's gonna be now. I like that new intro, Alex. It's, I like that. It's gonna be now. <laughs> wow, bringing the energy—that's what we need in 2021. We need we need more energy. Uh, we need yeah, 2019 less, less energy. anarchy. Less less anarchy. More energy. 2019 energy. There you go, Kyle. That's that's the new slogan. That's the slogan like, for I'm our just, podcast just, this year. I'm just waiting for Joker to come out of nowhere all of a sudden. Wow. But, you know, we need less of that. Wow. Well, wow. we get what we fucking deserve. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> yeah. We already had a Joker <laughs> sighting. <Wow. back. laughs> no, the Joker is out. Uh, old Batman is in. Movie news. Oh, Michael yeah. Keaton is back. Kyle, instant reaction. Michael Keaton's back. What do you think? I'm stoked. Has he or has he not been? Uh, the, the the Batman that we all adored. What? Who said it was? Who said it was Affleck? Who made it Affleck? Was the was the EU? Uh, I have no idea. Was the EU? It's Batman. always been Keaton. Well, yeah. Bat Batfleck is a better name than uh, uh, Beaton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never mind. You're. Ro- I was wrong. I was wrong. I stand corrected. Michael Beaton. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, we have some news uh, besides Michael Keaton being Batman again. Um, we've taken a turn. Uh, we turned a nude page. Yeah. Uh, Bob Seger. Um, we are dedicating this year. This is a year of dedication. We, lo- we lost some folks. We missed some folks. We need to go back to loving some folks. And I think 2021 yeah. is the perfect year for that. And what better way to show our love for... A 
a, a legend. Well, we we've been a lot of things over the years because this is a years long so many podcast things. now. Now it's all about dedication. We've been a cats podcast, and we are a cats podcast. Let's never forget. We have been a Hellboy podcast. Uh, we might not be a Hellboy podcast as much anymore, not considering anymore. we've never done that movie. But we are still a Hellboy's podcast. Uh, we were a Jeremy Renner. No, no longer a Jeremy Renner podcast. Jeremy Renner went cold. So did we. So did our love for Jeremy Renner. Endless amounts of things. We've been all of those. But now, we are officially, this year alone, a Nicolas Cage podcast. Absolutely. This is the Cage, the year of the Cage. We're celebrating. We we knew that the Isolation series was going to continue probably for the rest of this year. And we felt like caged animals, uh, the entire, basically the entire portion of 2020. And so this year, uh, we will express our, our, our rage uh, because we're still just a bunch of rats in cages. One episode every month devoted to... Our hero, Nicolas Cage, starting with today, it's not a movie you might know, but it's a movie Guys. you you will get to love because it's but fucking good. What Kyle? I just I just said less anarchy, and now now you're now we're no. We're this is order. More anarchy. No, this is order because <laughs> this, is order. this is an ordered sequence of Nick Cage's uh, worst worst great films. <laughs> yeah. We're doing Nick Cage's best. Worst movies. He's a bad man in many ways, and we're going to show him. If you got a request, if you got a special Nicolas Cage that you have in mind, let us know. That's under 25%. Hey. Hey, there you go. We're really synchronizing in this new year. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has, he's a man that started acting 40 years ago. Yeah. 40 years ago. Legend. Yeah, so we're all going to go through our first memories of Nicolas Cage. Mine is when I, um, National Treasure. Go, Steven. The Rock. Kyle, what's your first uh, memory of Nicolas Cage? The Rock and uh, uh, The Rock and may I Con do an honorable mention of uh, Honeymoon in Vegas? Just the last sequence, wow. though, of Honeymoon in Vegas. Uh, yeah, mine is uh, The Rock and Conair. Uh, Kjax, what's your first memory of Nicolas Cage? Probably Face Off. Face Off is a is a good second. We don't second. We don't have to take randomly, our face off to have a good, good time. Randomly good movie says Kyle. Face Off is one of those movies that you think is is critically reviewed badly. You like, but it's not. Like, guess it. Like, my guess. Every time I see Face 45, Off, I'm, I'm like forty percent. My guess is yeah. forty five. Seventy something. You know why? Every that, time. You know why that is? Is because people confuse it with Broken Arrow, the Christian Slater movie. Do they? <laughs> it's 90, 92% on Ron Tomatoes. 92%. See, I told you every time. <laughs> Unbelievable. People are the like. movie John... where you see Howie Long get kicked off a train. Yeah, people are like, John no, Travolta. <laughs> John Travolta, Nicolas yeah. Cage switching faces. 92%. Dynamic duo <laughs> that you never thought would work, and it works. Alex confuses uh, the face-off movie with John Travolta and Nicolas Cage with Broken Arrow with John Travolta and Christian <laughs> Slater. <laughs> Slater. Yeah. Christian Slater is the poor man's Nicolas Cage, if yeah, we're like, being honest. Yeah, guys, we're just trying to get this jet off the, off the, off the thing. <laughs> Nicolas, Nicolas Cage is the first Nicolas that I realized was a celebrity and gave me pride for my name. So uh, even though he's he's but a, and it's he's misspelled, a no, he, he's a no H or no H or K or K. Yeah. So he's so he's just a so he's just a. He's a trendsetter. A That's what he is. He's very European. He's a true Nico. So we're celebrating forty years of Nicolas Cage. Uh, we're excited to do it. We salute him, and we salute those of you who appreciate him, uh, because the world needs more cages. Yeah. That's why we're starting off with that kind of cage with not a banger because you don't start off too hot. 
Because if you start off too hot, it's like Nicolas Cage. You, Nicolas Cage starts, if he starts too hot, the movie Super goes strong. downhill really quickly because he can only stay so hot so long. But when he starts really neurotic and weird at the beginning, and then you're like, oh, there's room to build here. And then he gets wild. That's that's what we're going to do. That's our goal this year for this podcast. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, today's episode is where he phones in half the half of uh, his <laughs> Exactly. This is Season of the Witch. Yes. You might have never heard of it. That's because it came out t- 20, oh. year, 20 years ago? No, it ten, came out nine ten, years ago. Ten years ago. Uh, ten, oh, yeah, ten years ago. Ten years ago, 2021. Ten, year, ten years ago, this uh, this past uh, uh, Sunday. Uh, ten years ago, I was just a uh, a, a four-year-old baby, so it's I'm excited. This is going to be good. Steven, do you have any New Year's resolutions for the podcast before we get started? Oh, yeah, before we get started, uh, uh, I hope that we have uh, that we get to have guests in person by the end of this year. That's that's a that's a New Year's resolution, right? I hope that we, we have will. guests in person by the end of this year. That's seems not unlikely. Alex or Kyle. We're going to we're, we're going to require a, a vaccination before coming <laughs> okay. to the we studio. We need vaccination card verification. Kyle is also our uh, security uh Security protocol, yeah, COVID, yeah. COVID that yeah. from the other side of the bay. <laughs> no, yeah, no, Kyle got no, his uh, Kyle got his security uh, 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 certification from the Capitol Police. Yeah, so exactly. uh, we can trust him fully. Kyle, any New Year's resolutions for the uh, podcast? I'm not going to watch a John Travolta movie this year. That's well, you're in for a big disappointment. <laughs> Well, this is actually, uh, we got a surprise. Face off, turns out the Nicolas Cage year is actually a John Travolta year. <laughs> actually, Damn, I, I, did, I did look into John Travolta as our, as our year-long uh, compatriot, and he actually, all of his really bad movies. John Travolta? We've already done. Yeah, yeah, we we already did twice, his, his like, we did his. Uh, we did all three of them. We already did Gotti and. and uh, Battlefield Earth. Battlefield Earth and the Fanatic. Fanatic. But the only one we haven't done, Saturday Night Live. Oh, oh no. The Saturday Night Fever. 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 Yeah. So we, we kind of maxed out on him already. The Alex. Se- staying Alive, the sequel to sa- Saturday Night that's Fever. That's what I'm yes. thinking of. That's which zero, I've seen, right? by the way. Yeah, that's yes. a zero. Directed by the one and only Frank Stallone. Future Contender. Future yeah. Contender. KJX, any uh, New Year's resolutions for the podcast? That we don't kill each other by the end of this year. Great. Well, get ready to be very surprised. <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> no, not disappointed. Just be surprised. <laughs> keeping keeping it keeping it in the open like that. Can Speak- I add that I'm disappointed we can't do the? Oh, we lost him. Oh, <laughs> I what killed a, him. What? what a shame! I already killed him. Yeah, what a shame. Res- resolution died in the water. <laughs> now it's time to get into okay. it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Can I recommend <sighs> that? Uh, God damn it. <laughs> Just say <laughs> it. Start over. Yeah. Can I say that I'm disappointed that we can't do the Punisher movie that Travolta was in? It's barely not eligible. Oh, yeah. The only, the only, oh, pun- yeah. yeah, we have to I do Punisher like Warzone. The Thomas oh, no, J- I don't Thomas like the Jane? Warzone one. I like the, no, I like the first the, one. Yeah. The Thomas Jane is not worthy, but the other one with, uh, what's his face from, uh, yeah, the, from Rome. Oh, that one, that one's under. And Dominic yeah, West. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's under. That's like 10%. Future contender. Punisher Warzone. I like the Thomas Jane one. Warzone. Shut up, Kyle. Um, anyway, tis the season of the witch. Because it's a new year. New year, new you. New year, uh, new us. New you means uh, you probably want to get into Wiccanism. I understand that. Uh, let this movie help you out. 
the last of his kind. All that remains of a once powerful nation. Some think he is a myth. Some believe he is the chosen one. Who will bring balance to a world at war. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait, is this Avatar Last Airbender? <laughs> is this Avatar Last Airbender? That's Avatar Last Airbender. To destroy him. Oh my god, we're so sorry, people. Sorry, yeah. that's our fault. That's our fault. That is labeled on YouTube as Season of the Witch. 2010. But I 2010, have. yeah. So, it, so my apologies, my apologies. There is no Season of the Witch 30-second uh, trailer. Uh, Steven's going to locate, and we're going to listen to the first 30 seconds, no matter how terrible it is. Meanwhile, Alex will reenact the trailer. Go! He's the last of his kind. Deliver us from evil. There is a force. She sees the weakness that lies in our hearts. Ruled by darkness. And what she sees there, she will use against us. Dedicated to death. Season of the Witch, 2011. <laughs> I really believed that all those voices were a part of that, uh, oh, that trailer. Good Amazing. Good job, Amazing. everybody. Well, Rated PG-13. Our first great <laughs> exactly. performance of the year, because God knows there won't be a good performance on any of these it's podcasts. all downhill from here. It's also the first... Uh, <laughs> first, um, first what? God, what fucking band is that? Oh, fucking... Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, it's called the... Like, <laughs> it's the nasliest band of all of them. It is because the guy has a giant nose. Yeah. Uh it's not Lincoln Park, goddamn. Oh my god. How do I not know this? I had multiple of these CDs. Uh is it like Simple Plan? No. Nope. Uh, it's, it's just it's like close. that. It's close. Good Fucking new found new glory. Found glory. <laughs> new found glory. God damn it. Wow, that's good. no he looks like Quentin Tarantino, that guy. Um <laughs> We're talking Season of the Witch, though. No, we're um, not. <laughs> so the, the thing you have to know about Season of the Witch is it's it's not about witches, and it's not about seasons, and actually it's kind it's, of about seasons. It's a false season of, 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 of witches. It's a false season. Yeah. 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 We're getting into that. The, the whole movie is convoluted and, and... The whole movie's a farce in the worst ways possible. Yeah, the only way to describe it is how Rotten Tomatoes does, but first... It had a 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience gave it a 30. One in three people. That's not good. Uh, was like... Is that good? I don't think that's good. I think that... So the thing about Rotten Tomatoes is it's like uh, you get a fresh rating if it's just above 60, right? 65. So people don't have to like love it, love it. They just have to like it. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's what happened with that 30%. Those 30% of people were like, I like it. It's the bane of our existence when it's it comes fine. to these movies. It, it's it's like, eh, it's an okay movie. And so it's sort of skewed that way where you have to, if you ask that person uh, nine years later, if they saw that movie, they'd be like, what movie are you talking about? Like, you I know, can that. guarantee you, if you ask me in two days what happened to this movie, I won't remember. I don't remember what happened to this movie, and I saw this movie two days ago. Exactly. This is a four-day erasure movie. So completely unremarkable that you will... 
It's a goldfish no. movie. Yeah, you want it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's goldfish, goldfish movie. movie. You're going to forget it by the end of the week. You just walk out and you're like, hey, well, what did I spend $11 on? And then you call the movie theater and you're like, hey, did I spend $11 here? And they're like, you saw Season of the Witch. I'm like, that's never been a movie. Sir, you're at the budget plex. You spent 75 <laughs> cents on this movie. Ron Tomato said, slow, cheap-looking, and dull. Season of the Witch fails even as an unintentional comedy. I don't even know who would take this as an unintentional comedy. Some guy, I'm going to get, I'll find it. You read your, uh, what's your blurb? Oh, hold on, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. We're going to do something that we haven't done in a while. We're going to do something that we haven't done in a while. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to do, you know what? Nick to the facts. What do we got, Nick? Somebody had the gall. The the uh, the straight up. Um, it wasn't our guy, Roger, was it? No, it was not our guy, Roger. We'll, we'll it, it, it wouldn't be our guy, Roger. It was. I read this review before I saw. I watched the movie. It, it was from Brent McKnight. He gave it a positive rating. Brian McKnight, the, Brent, the singer. No, Brent Brian McKnight's brother, white brother, Brent McKnight, Brent who, McKnight. who wears glasses. Uh, who writes for The Last Thing I See. And this might have been the last thing he saw before he went blind. But he said, mismarketed as an epic, 14th century adventure, this is one of the funniest, most ridiculous movies in a long time. Season borders on slapstick, and even more moments when you fully expect the entire cast of Monty Python poke around a corner. That guy watches Two and a Half Men. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that guy yeah, what? That guy is the that guy is savoring and frothing at the mouth for Call Me Cat, the new the new Fox TV show to come out. <laughs> we are a Call Me Cat podcast. Yeah, uh, K A T calls yeah. the K A T. Yeah. Because we are all cats around here. Isn't all that right, cats. Kyle? All yeah. Uh, yeah, this is true. We are a cat's podcast and a cat with a K podcast, but we are not a Brent McKnight podcast. Brent McKnight, welcome to the enemy of the podcast list. Appreciate you being here. He misled me That's into thinking job. this this movie was going to be funny, like bad funny, like good How? good bad. How? And I did. I'm not the sure opening I, scene is so brutal. The opening <laughs> scenes are the best part of this movie, but we'll get into that. I think that this movie is not funny. Yeah, there's not even any good no. Nicolas Cage. No. Line readings in it. No, no, there's no good drops. There's no good, there's no good, like one quotes where you can be like, oh, have you ever seen that one movie with Nicolas Cage where he says that? Like, that's what you think of when you think of a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, like, uh, or says it this way. Yeah, like our favorite. Let's try. Man, I wish we could use that as a drop, but we just got this stupid one. We need to bring video to the podcast just so you can have the, just so we can do the let's ride. Yeah, we got hand hand gestures. We got to post it. We got to post that. Uh, social media uh, shout out the blurb I the blurb I chose was from Wesley Morris who was then writing for the blog. Oh Wesley Globe. Morris, look who decided to use him as a blurb after I did friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really. Uh, after a while, yes. the movie tires of witch business and trots out a plot twist that permits the effects department to spend some money. Yeah, but CGI effects, not yeah, that's like what, practical that's effects. That's what he means, I think. Yeah, but I'd rather have practical effects. You know me. Uh, my guy, Rick Groen from the Globe and Mail, uh, a Brit, says, Another movie's turned into a turkey. I don't think the British like turkey too much. <laughs> Which brings me to another thing. Over the holiday season, there seems to be a big backlash against turkey. Are we a turkey podcast? Turkeys are out. But we love free birds. Uh, I'm against all birds, so turkeys but are you out. Don't, but you like to eat bird. Kyle, so yeah. so is turkey not a good bird to eat? That's the cont- point of contention I have. Tis Kyle, are you against bald Oh my God, you are! Br- <laughs> that is so bad. Pull back from the microphone. Alex got too hyped on that one. It went, went right at his. Went mic. in. He went in. 
Anyway, I'm glad we're done with the turkey talk. Ah, Jeebert with Ebert. <laughs> Stephen, what did uh, what our friend Roger give this movie? First off, I'll be the fact check for once. A waddle is a red bit of flesh that hangs from the necks of turkeys and or chickens. Uh, Roger Ebert gave this two stars. He quotes, uh, he quotes, his quote is as such. You know, I'm a fan of Nick Cage and Ron Perlman, whose very existence made the Hellboy movies possible. Uh, here, like cows, they devour the scenery, regurgitate it to a second stomach found only in actors, and chew it as cud. It's a noble, it's a noble and notable effort, but I prefer them in their straight-through human centipede mode. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what the end of that means either. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess, meaning like instead of being a cow, where you like, you're like. You're part of the scene, I guess in an actor's perspective, you're part of the scene with the other actor, and you're doing this back and forth, but you keep changing beats, so the the attitude and the reflection always keeps changing between you two actors. I think that's what he's talking about with Nick Cage and Ron Perlman about like, oh, I'm going to talk about this emotion, but I'm going to bring it back at the end of the scene. Well, they're taking up so much metaphorical space, it doesn't leave the other actors a lot of room to work. There's no more actors! It's just them in the entire movie. And fucking Tommy, (laughs) Tommy, Tommy Dunn. Oh yeah, Tommy Gunn. Uh, we're getting into that. Um, yeah, that's now it's time corner. for the fact corner. Cow's uh, back and he's uh, ready to do the facts. Kjax, uh, you can jump in uh, over Kyle uh, if Whenever we want to have something. A, more. If we want to have a terrible podcast, Kyle, who directed this movie? Uh, Dominic Cena. Dominic Cena, who is a famous director of the notorious remake of Gone in 60 Seconds, which was a former episode of this podcast. Yes, sir. As well as the infamous... Uh, Future contender. Nah, well, we wish it was, right? Swordfish? I think it's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Swordfish, Swordfish is, is eligible. It's not 25 under. It, it is. It is. Oh, wow. Was, it is. I'm yeah, we've, it is. we've That's our John Travolta it. movie. There you go, Kyle. You're Another done. John Travolta. No, we're not doing it. No, 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 yeah, no, should no, we just, no, should we just make a hard right turn and go John Travolta? Should yeah, we done. just switch it right no, now? No, because we've already done, done three. <laughs> like, that's already three out, and we Yeah, have we do one John Travolta. You have against John Travolta, Kyle. I'm not horny enough at this time to do Swordfish, to tell you the truth. Yeah, that's true. It's the beginning of the year. I need more time to ramp up. Yeah. Who's our writer? Writer, Bragi shoot. Yeah, it's, I think that's. I think that's. You think you got it? I think it's Bragi or Bragi. It's Bragi shoot. Uh, he wrote the movie Escape Room and multiple Ninjago TV series episodes. Sub Bragi. <laughs> Editor Mark Helmfrink. Long live showgirls. Mark Helfrich is our editor for life. Long live the showgirls. Yes, Mark Helfrich came in and edited this film along with Dan Zimmerman, who did The Cat in the Hat, Future Contender. Zan Zimmerman is what I call him. We should do that movie, Cat in the Hat. Maybe for your birthday. For sure. Um, no. <laughs> you should be in for Halloween. Actors. Uh, well, the reason why we're doing this movie, Nicolas Cage. It's not just the reason. We're really robbed of... Of this being a really Nicolas Cage movie. I think that yeah. this could have been a real Nicolas Cage movie, but it just wasn't. It's a co-starring movie uh, with Rob Perlman, and it's not advertised by by the by the And the, they didn't go the and they all. didn't go with that. It could have been no, it could have been that. Make it, it could have. Make it Americanized and just do the the Salem witch trial. Yeah, I remember the American plague. There. There's been so many Salem witch trial movies. Well, why does it have to be based on the plague? I just don't We're gonna why that. We'll, that, Yeah, okay. we'll talk about it. I got we got ideas about that. Who else right, is in this uh, movie? Ron, Ron Perlman. Love Hellboy. Yeah, the real Hellboy. Not to us, but to other people. 
Our real Hellboy to is. most of the world. Our, our Hellboy is our guy. Harbour. David Harbour. David Harbour. We are a we are ship adrift at sea, and we need a David Harbour. What else is Ron <laughs> famous for? Hellboy. Ron Perlman, Hell, Hellboy. He was he was in <laughs> Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Well, I know he's in Sons. I other than Sons, he's, in he was in Pacific Rim. Rim. He was in. Uh, oh. I mean, he's been in. He was a in Pacific billion, Rim two a million, with Jet. Billion wow. things. He was in Blade two. Any movie that you need a, yep. a, a large man he to, works with to have a, a large role, that's the guy. He works with Del Toro a lot. Uh, in the past, he was uh, he was just the guy. A lot of voice work. A lot of voice acting. Of voiceover work. stuff. He needs to work with uh, what's his name? Who did? Uh, yeah, he was the voice uh, of Bernardo. He was the voice and, of Bernardo uh, in Go Fish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, he needs to not work with. Well, I mean, Del Toro is awesome, but he needs yeah. to move along. Uh, next, we have Claire Foy. Claire Foy, uh, one of her first roles, if not her first role. Yeah, I like this as a Claire Foy uh, launch vehicle. I thought she was good. She was good for being for minimal the, for the first, yeah, for like her her bit that she had in the beginning up until it became whatever it became. Yeah. I thought she was solid. Yeah, yeah, I think I I would put myself in the Claire Foy camp. I'm a, I'm I'm in the foyer. I'm in the foyer. As of now, I as of now, in her, the foyer, I haven't seen her in the new uh, that new uh, Elizabeth Salander movie. So. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. I can't, I can't judge her, but I would like to because I haven't seen the Crown either. So I. I can't judge her. I've completed the uh, the Salander, all of the books, including the new, the including three, the expansion books. You read, you, you the read them all. One. Yeah, all yeah. six. You read of them. all oh, six. Wow. Wow. The well, the the the, what was, the wait, third wasn't three. Wasn't that by a different author though? Yeah, the Kyle. The shut up. One? Yeah, David Lagerkrans. He he wrote the last three. Based I listened off of to all manuscripts. Of them. They're yeah. all audiobooks. Or were they based off gotcha. manuscripts, or were they based off? Yeah, of, I think he just wrote them. He just wrote them. Wow. Yeah, they were good. They were fine. Okay. I like that character. Who else we got, Kyle? We got Rory McCann. Rory McCann. Tommy. The no, Hound. No, the Hound. Yeah, Rory McCann was in the movie for 10 minutes. <laughs> no, this, yeah, was during, this, was during Game of, this was during Game of Thrones, <laughs> Yeah, too. When, right when it was popping off. Yeah. So I think he was just already dressed up on set, like near their set, and then they were just like, okay, They did Rory. film this in Europe, so, it is, <laughs> yeah. so he like definitely was. He, he could have just been around and called in a favor. Yarp. Yeah, Yarp, indeed. Uh, next, we have Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham, a famous British actor known for Al Capone in Boardwalk Empire. Ah, that's what, that's what I was fucking thinking of. He was Damn in, it. He was in the movie This Is England. He was in... Uh, he's Tommy. He was Tommy and Snatch. Tommy uh, and Snatch. Yeah. Uh, what else? I mean... The Germans, Tommy. Yeah. The Germans. Yeah. He's in a bunch of... He's been of, in a lot of movies. He's in a lot of things. He's a, he's a famous British actor. Uh, Who, but he had an American he accent. He had an American accent yeah. in this film. Yeah, I could not believe that. Um, unbelievable. Tinker Taylor, Soldier or Soldier Spy. Oh. Uh, Which one was he? Yeah, was he the Taylor? He I, was he seems Jerry like Westerby. Oh, Wester he's Bite. not the he's not a Tinker or a Taylor. He's or in Rocket Man. He's in He's in Rocket Man. Yeah, he was one of the Was he the manager? Band guys. Oh, uh, I think you're right. Yeah. Who else was in uh, it? What's the Oh, we'll was in. We've spent uh, enough time on Stephen Graham, even though we, we are technically the, a Stephen Graham podcast. Next, we have the legend, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Oh, uh, fucked up looking, though. Like, Sir Christopher his, Lee his, in one of his final roles. The R.I.P. Lee. Yeah, which yeah. is super Lee. sad. He, he passed yeah. away last I year. I just watched all the uh, loaders. Lords. Loaders, yeah. We're, we're, on, we're two of three. <laughs> Christopher Lee, uh, 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 
beyond famous from Lord of the Rings. He was a, a talented British uh, theater stage uh, and, and film actor. Uh, he was Dracula in the 70s. He was in numerous horror films in uh, the 60s and 70s, which is one of the reasons why he signed on to this role. It's uh, it's a callback to to those B B movies of the 60s and 70s starring him and Vincent Price. I mean, I wish I was. I'm sure he spoke over 10 languages, too. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. He's the only one he who knew. Legend. He's the only he one who knew J.R.R. Tolkien. He he constructed an album in his eighties that was a metal album devoted to the trials and tribulations of Charlemagne, the Emperor of the Holy Roman Empire. I mean that fact. Bro, is, I that was fact heard that. To, yeah, my brother was listening to that on our drive to our parents' house. <laughs> is it a Rhapsody? Is that the name of the band? I don't. I don't know. I don't know, but that no, fact. But like, literally, uh, we were listening to an album, and Christopher Lee was like narrating shit on it. Probably, <laughs> yeah, basically, did. yeah. That's crazy. Sar- that's very <laughs> yeah. Christopher Lee. I mean, Saruman. Yeah, he is Shadowman, and he was also uh, the um, um, gosh, what was he in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? He was the Dude, dentist. Oh, he was his dad, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, he was he Charlie's was, dad. He was no, he's Charlie's grandfather. Right? Oh, grandfather. That's I don't remember. I thought it was his dad. Not the main granddad. Because he, he gave him all the metal teeth. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. It's Willy Wonka's dad. It was Willy Wonka's dad because Willy Wonka was a dentist. Yeah, Willy Wonka. Not Charlie's dad. Sorry. Willy Wonka's dad. My bad. Sorry. Moving on. One last actor to mention. Robert Sheehan. Sheehan. I have no idea who he is. Robert Sheehan. He was the kid. He was K. But he's also uh, Squire. He's also in. Yeah, he looked familiar. I've seen him before. Yeah, he's also in Umbrella Academy. He's the, oh, that's he, what it he's was. He's one of the main kids. Is he the kid yeah. that never ages? He's the uh, no. He's the, the he's one. the drug addict one. <laughs> the drug addict. He's the drug addict one. Yeah, he's fake yeah. Ezra. He's fake Ezra Miller, but he's actually yeah. more of an Ezra Miller than. Wow, I need to watch our Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I like him a lot. I, as an, I like him a lot as an actor. I think that he's good, and I always confuse him with fucking Ezra Miller, but. Because and I think he also has a British accent as he well. He did not look good in 2011. I just faked I just an American accent. Uh, the real the thing we all know him from actually is uh, Mortal Engines. He was <laughs> he was Tom Natsworthy in Mortal Engines. I've actually seen. Oh no, not Mortal. No, you're Instruments, you're sorry. talking about I Mortal Instruments, which he's also in. Which brings yeah, me no, to the question. I'm Mortal Engines. <laughs> which brings me to the question: How are those two not not, not put together? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I can't believe you watch Mortal Instruments, Kyle. Uh, let's keep it going with the fat corner. Go ahead, Kyle. Uh, released January seventh. Happy birthday! Twenty eleven. Officially, it's twenty. It's the most offici- aggravating. Officially, year. ten years old. <laughs> ten years old. <laughs> the most aggravating year uh, of your of your childhood. Two thousand eleven. Was? Yeah, it was. For you. No. Really? What happened? I don't know. I was twenty two. I turned, <laughs> I turned twenty one. <laughs> I turned twenty one and oh wow, days. I was twenty three. Yeah. Seventeen you, days. Kyle, did yeah. you see this for your twenty first birthday? No, no. no, I didn't know this movie existed. <laughs> Sorry, Nicholas. Dang, happy birthday, Kyle. Uh, rated, <laughs> rated, rated PG thirteen. Yeah. Um, Thank God it's only ninety five minutes. That's the best part. I looked it up. I, five, I looked it up earlier, too, five and I thought long. I saw. Yeah, five I thought I long. saw an hour and fifty three minutes, and I was like, "Oh dear God!" <laughs> and I was like, I, "I don't know if I can do this." Um, but thank goodness it's an hour and thirty five because there's not much to go off of in that movie. No, no, uh, it needed to be a lot shorter. Yeah, just uh, just like the tagline. What's the tagline, Kyle? Uh, I think Alex should do this because he does them better. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
Not all souls can be saved. I will crush you like a doodlebug. <laughs> Alex, I think you might have a, a future as a voiceover guy. I've you never, could. I've you never, could. I've never thought bites. that once. You've been on at least eighty episodes of this podcast, and not one time have I thought your voice good enough for voiceover work. But today, today you're bringing it. Today, twenty twenty one. I mean, it's the beginning. It's the new mic. When I told him to. When I told him to reenact the trailer, he dropped the first bit before the trailer started, and it was perfect. I thought that sounded. I thought that the was trailer. the actual trailer. I did exactly, exactly. Oh, you like Hi. that? He's <laughs> my uh, my tagline. <laughs> I came for also. the beer and the bitches. God damn it! My tagline. Uh, it's of course during Christmas, running during Christmas, leading up to the new year. Uh, so it's a Christmas promo. It's tis the season. You know, season of the witch. Tis the season. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I get and it. then people people are like, "Oh, we still have the Christmas after buzz, but we're ready for a bad movie." Season of the witch, or like, my kids are still not in school yet. But then I need they to probably couldn't. Them. Yeah, they probably couldn't run that because Christmas is a Christianity thing, and witches are definitely against Christianity, right? Well, it's so that's obviously like an whole... anti-witch movie, Kyle. Like, if you watch this movie, you know it's anti-witches. Like it's they, true. they even they even fake you into thinking that like oh we like witches but we don't no 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 yeah yeah I know I thought for a second and then no 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 <laughs> yeah that's uh, we we're gonna talk about it. Stephen do you have a yeah, you have a tagline yeah it would be it wouldn't be Nick Cage on the on the poster it would have to be uh it would have to be him and and Claire Foy and it would be which is she <laughs> question mark that's good yeah I like that. Uh, but this just reminded me, why wasn't, uh, the mummy, why wasn't the, the tagline of that sandwich? Oh, with Tom Cruise? (laughs) We should talk about that when we do it. (laughs) Did we not do that? Didn't we do the mummy? A mummy essentially is a sandwich. I thought we did mummy. I didn't do the mummy. I did not do the mummy. Didn't we do mummy? Yeah, you did. I didn't do it. Uh, it sounds like a job for the fact check. Uh, while, uh. Episode two, Alien vs. Predator. Episode three, did, we did no, we did Tomb three. of the Dragon Emperor. You fuck. No, oh, we did, did the Mummy three. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't done, done the, the. We haven't done the Tom Cruise. We haven't mummy. done Tom Cruise Mummy. Yeah, with, that's uh, what I'm saying. With uh, Russell Crowe as Doctor Jekyll. Right, <laughs> wait for the right time. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen that movie. Yet. We'll do that when we do. Uh, when we do the Hall of Fame, uh, reverse Hall of Fame movie, the the Insider. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Plot keywords. Uh, I'll add a little bit of background music to this one. Uh, medieval music, right? So, dun, 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 oh, I got medieval music. Doing no, it. no, I have a medieval music. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> middle of the uh, Sabbath. Block keywords. Middle Ages. I used to middle ages. Uh, night. I. 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 Best thing, Grog. Is it Grog or Glog? Okay, it's Grog. Boy, I have a point in already, it's Grog. We're you know sure what? that it's I'm Grog, right? We're sure that it's Grog, not Glog. Both of you are already better Glog. than the actors in this movie. <laughs> it's not Glog. Do. I guarantee you it's not Glog. We're sure that it's Grog. <laughs> it's Grog. Uh, Monk? Monk. Yeah, great, great Sorry, show. Tony great, no, great show. No, no Tony Shalhoub involved here. <laughs> yeah. uh, witch? Uh, witch, witch. Yeah, sandwich. Yeah, uh, W I T C H, which. Oh, uh, who are you calling? And a witch. Uh, 
14th century. Last uh, I guess it takes 14th place in the 14th century. century. Yeah. Did that is that when the plague happened? I thought that was like in the, the, the thousand. not when the plague happened. No, it is when the plague That's happened. That's so stupid. <laughs> no, it no, it yeah, is. Yeah, it's bad. It's just it's just like when the crusade battles happen or whatever no, they, the fuck the they were crusade, in the beginning. The crusades right, they're trying in the to mesh two oh, different things. Oh, that's a nice segue. The Kyle. crusades is wrong. Yeah, to trivia. We're going straight to trivia. Fun fact. Oh no, we're skipping budget. Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> just for right now. Um, okay. Fun fact. It said in the in the movie that all the it had each battle, so it had this great montage of Ron Perlman and Nicolas Cage murdering fools, knocking heads, just in the middle of battle. If you skip the very beginning of the very first battle, cracking skulls like the National Guard in the June. most obvious CGI of all time. Yeah, it's a um, montage of battles, but the yes. montage of battles is great, and it has title cards of each of them that's saying this battle of this in thirteen blank in this year. In yeah, or, in order, but to they s- all happened in the eleven hundreds. And then, but when you Google it, they're all happened in the 1300. I mean, they all happened. The Long real ones that. happened in the 1100s. The ones yeah. in the movie happened in 1300s, so they could be right before yeah. the plague, which happened in the 1300s. Yes, 14th. Because Hollywood is never historically inaccurate with any of their. Yeah, movies. but they're so they're, what they're lying on never. You. Title cards have never lied to us. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal, man. They're trying to tell me that the Crusades ended in 1271, and Nick Cage and Ron Perlman walked around for 29 years to wait for the plague to happen in yeah. 1300, which it didn't even happen in. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's called historical accuracy. That's in- called the Dark Ages, man. You don't know. You weren't there. You don't know <laughs> what they went through. You don't know what was happening. <laughs> the plague was 1346. So that's why I had. I'll tell you what. It says the end date for the Crusades, 1492. Yeah. Ooh, but if you look at when all the battles that they talked about happened, those were all the 1100 oh, battles. Oh, so they were mentioning real battles. They had that the actual names of actual battles. Okay. Okay. And also, Steven, when did the, also crusades the Crusades. End? Like, Allegedly what the 1492. fuck? Like, the Crusades. And then they continued them in the Americas. Well, that was the end of the Crusades. That was the end of the Crusades. And they realized that uh, Jesus was a West Indy. Uh, well, that's Mormonism. Sorry, I'm bringing up Mormonism. Kyle. Budget. Uh, budget. <laughs> Forty million dollar budget, which I'm like, okay, that's okay. uh, yeah, that works. Yeah. yeah, what's the profit? I can see that. What's the gross? Ninety six. Hell yeah! So it barely, okay. barely made its money back. Yeah, if if you think that marketing is, which we don't know, they maybe spend no money on marketing because did anybody know about this movie? I mean, I did. I, I remember like, this movie. I feel like this was a strong European market movie. I need to know the international take. Yeah, this movie really like f- strong. But China American actors, yeah, this, international take. <laughs> this movie, you don't need to know a fucking word they said. Give me that box office mojo, Alex. What do you want me to do? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> go to Bafa, ba- go to Bafa, Bafa, ba- box office mojo, and give me the international fucking number for season of the witch. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my trivia moment. Uh, we are for sure a Charles Roven podcast. Charles Roven, exec who, producer. Who is Charles Roven first? Charles Roven is a notorious, uh, in many ways, Hollywood producer. Um, some of the movies that he produced during this during this era, his his hot streak, if you would, started off with uh, Three Kings. Great yep. Mo- great yep, movie. yep, yep, yep. Rollerball. Uh, uh, Scooby, Qual- Scooby-Doo. Quali- qualifies. Scooby-Doo. Qualifies. Bulletproof Monk. Oh, does qualify. Definitely qualifies. Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. Definitely qualifies. Uh, Then. Butman Begins. (laughs) Yep, qualifies. Bad movie. Bad movie. We all know. Nope. Brothers Grimm. Nope. Real bad. Uh, Does not qualify, but bad movie. Yeah. Get smart. No, fun, fun, fun movie. Brothers Grimm. Matt Damon and Heath Ledger. No, 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 no. 
underrated movie. I think we need to revisit, revisit, revisit. Get smart. He did The Dark Knight. He did The International. He did Dark Knight Rises. He did Man of Steel. But then this is where it gets tricky. Uh, after American Hustle, he does Warcraft, Batman vs. Superman, <laughs> Dawn of Justice, Suicide Woman, and Wonder Woman. So he goes full DC uh, in 2013. I mean, he's been full DC. He's been full Warner Brothers. That's all Warner Brothers. Box office breakdown. Domestic, 25 mil. International, 67 mil. There you go. There you there, go. That's it's an international hit. Where's your money? It's, where's your money? It's in broken English because <laughs> that's <laughs> that's all the that's all the international market understands. That's why it's easily translatable movie. Season of the Vicia. Oh, we all know Vichys. Uh, I have a trivia. Go ahead, Kyle. Uh, uh, Nicholas Cage learned how to ride a horse for this movie. Pretty interesting. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it took him this long to learn how to ride a horse. <laughs> it took him 30 years to learn how to ride a horse. He's he lived had, in Napa. He had to have ridden, ridden a possible? horse. He's from the Napa Valley. How? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I've never ridden a horse. I'm another Nicholas. Maybe it's a Nicholas thing. No, you're, you're Delta trash. That's why. Okay, well, that was uncalled for. <laughs> wow, yeah. I also Nick's take Delta that. trash. Next one to no one. Kyle says, says the guy who grew up on a farm, literally in the bay. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> Stupid. Um, no, there was another trivia moment I wanted to bring up. Uh, allegedly, uh, Brugi and Dominic Senna wanted to um, pay pay homage to the to the movies that I aforementioned in the 60s 70s horror films specifically Ingmar Bergman's The Seventh Seal uh which is about a knight returning home from the crusades and battling death in a game of chess so yeah it's pretty much the same movie he nailed it nailed, nailed it. it nailed it yeah, <laughs> yeah. perfect max von Sydow yeah of course Ingmar Bergman's classic film that yeah. final that final scene yeah nailed it sure <laughs> now it's time for the real rotten recap not a lot to recap. Uh, it's pretty easy. It's a very straightforward story. We do have to I talk about like the beginning sequence. So the beginning sequence starts with witches being uh, executed for for, yeah, for the, witchcraft. The pre-credit sequence. Yeah, the pre pre the yeah, cold, title the sequence. The cold open, if you uh, if very you will. cold open, very cold <laughs> open. Um, yeah, and so that's where Rory McCann comes involved. He's one of the sheriffs, I guess, or bailiffs. Who regulates the execution. I mean, yeah. The if, priest who's If he even had a real role. It was just he was there for like four minutes. The priest who I guess runs the runs the village is like, uh, all right, you you chicks are you chicks are dead, even though uh even though I gave you some of the good good uh one on the left, you're still gonna be executed. And the one the one chick who turns out to be a witch tells him he's gonna burn in hell. Uh he doesn't believe it, so he kills well, actually, them all. The, the third the the old one, the older one. Oh, when he pulled the body back up, the old one's the one that took him down? Yes, the old one with the oh, one eye. The old, okay. So the old one turns out to be the witch. She was obviously a witch. Obviously. And so she returns from the grave and uh, kills him Kills him before he can uh, make sure that the witches uh, burn in hell forever, I guess, with the with this Book of Solomon. And then uh, Nicholas Cage, Ron Perlman, fight in the Crusades. They come back from the Crusades. They are disillusioned with fighting in the Crusades. But they take a contract to transport a, a, a woman who's been tried by the church to be uh, executed. Even though they're disillusioned with the church and don't really believe in uh, church practices of uh, being a judge or an executioner, they still take them on the journey. But they need more people to go on the journey. They need, a, they need a merchant who knows the path because no one has a real good map. So they get a merchant from Stephen Graham, who's an ex-criminal, is ex-whatever. Uh, 
hijinks ensue along the trail. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Demonic possessions and demonic illusions uh, happen, and they think the witch is doing that. The witch girl, who happens to be Claire Foy. Um, but uh, hot witch, hot witch. Sure, sure, yeah. And uh, they make it across. They lose a couple people along the way, including Stephen Graham. They get to the they get to the city where they were supposed to have the the trial uh, for her to be a witch or not. And it turns out everybody's dead from the plague. And the reason everybody's dead from the plague is because this chick has been possessed by a demon. Yeah, she wasn't a witch at all. And they got to exercise the she demon was actually, out of her. She's actually a demon. She's a demon time. the whole time. And, and she was she, trying to get to this book. And she so transmogrified, she yeah. She wants somebody to destroy the book for her, what so I she transmogrified. Was she responsible for the plague? I or? don't know. I don't know. Because no. if she was, then that means coronavirus has a witch behind it. Yeah. Or a demon behind yeah, it. And we, we need to find out who the demon is. Yeah, we all know who it is. Um, Alex, uh, bend over. That's the reason that we did this movie in retrospect. Yeah, because it is a, it's, a it's, a it's a quarantine movie. It's a quarantine movie. It's a quarantine movie. At its heart, it's a quarantine movie. All these people should have stayed away from each other the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Whenever anybody in these plague movies walks into a house, I'm just like, God, you need to get your head together. It's gonna, it's gonna be bad. Like, can you imagine saying half the population of Europe died in the bubonic plague? Yes, yeah. that is insane. Fifty million people. Yeah, and there was a plague not even thirty, a uh, hundred years before that, where twenty-five million yeah, people. Yeah, the Black died. Plague during the Dark Ages. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's called people, uh, 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 pissed and shit in buckets. And, and you know what happens to people that survive? Clothes every month. Jewish people who. You know why they survived? Because they washed their hands. Because they washed their hands. Because they washed exactly. their hands. They, they, they washed their hands. Hence the they start of the Crusades. Hence, hey, hence the big heretics. witches. Yes. <laughs> they're fucking heretics. Look at them. They're surviving past 30. I don't get it. We need to attack them and kill them. How you knew this movie was going to be PG-13 and not very good was the whole beginning sequence about the Crusades. No blood. Depicting the Crusades is how you know where a movie is going. If it's pg it's it's guys running up to a castle being like, hey, we're taking over. And they're like, okay, cool. Come on in. That's PG. PG it's 13. Robin Hood men in tights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> PG, but, PG 13, they're like, they're killing people, but you don't really see the extent of it. R is when you know, like, there's raping and pillaging. And that's the whole point of any of this. It's horrible. But PG 13 is when they're like, hey, we're here for the church, but. Hey, the church is doing messed up stuff. So are all the guys that we're with. It's like, like, oh, we're murdering people that we don't want it. These guys aren't mercenaries like this. That's the 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 core problem of this movie is these guys are murdering the whole crusades. They don't they, care. They're fighting in battle after battle after battle, just murdering people. And yeah, then they literally. find it takes them like literally seven battles for them to be like, oh, I think we're doing something wrong. Yeah. I killed like, too many women. <laughs> yeah. What? what? Yeah, finally, fuck? finally, Nicholas Cage stabs <laughs> seven yeah. He's like, Nicholas oh, this Cage is wrong. Accidentally stabs a woman. He's like, oh, this is the hundredth person that I've killed. I feel bad now. Now. Now I feel bad. Yeah, sure. What the fuck? <laughs> it's, like, it's a dumb two-story concept that didn't work at all. That was, they should have, the, the way this movie goes is they should have embraced it they embrace that they go with that they make it rated r everything goes hardcore season of the witch make her an actual actual witch i'm getting ahead of myself but that's fine i've just got riled up uh real quick is there anything good uh redeemable from this movie name yeah there were some good things i liked how ron perlman died that was kind of cool i thought the the who I made, thought that was a good moment. Yeah. Who, who made it work is uh, Nicholas Cage and Ron Perlman together. Yeah, as a one-two. Punch. I thought them as a as as a duo 
Sign me yeah. up. These were popular movies back in the day where it was you had the you had the two leads. Like I th- I think this is all back to like the Rome the HBO Rome era where you had the two leads yeah. and they're going on adventures with each other. Like you had it with the Le- the Legion movie with Sopranos, uh, Channing Tatum. Oh yeah, well, Paulie and uh, Paulie and Christopher. <laughs> Paulie and Christopher. Uh, you had the that movie with Channing Tatum and Jamie Bell, the yep. the Eagle, the Eagle, uh, not Legion, which I've um, accidentally seen like five times. I've never seen that movie. I don't want to watch. <laughs> well, it. Well, yeah, no, it was 2011, so there was probably a lot of two. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Role, this is yeah, part of that exactly. era. I think yeah. But it worked. Yeah, exactly. But it worked really well for for being a, a Ron Perlman and Nicolas Cage. Like probably in 2011 when you saw this. It's trailer. a little too late for Nicolas Cage. Had it been a little earlier for Nicolas Cage and Ron Perlman, it would work because Ron's like the big guy and Nicolas Cage. He's is hot like, from Sons of Anarchy and Nicolas Cage is Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah. The movie that I thought this was going to be is I thought Nicolas Cage is a witch. And Ron Perlman is like the fighter. So then they got that whole like Matt Mage, Mage no. and fighter thing no. going on. Because then it'd be the Dark Tower. I don't want to watch the Dark Tower. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, who may work? Who didn't work for you, Nick? Or well, do you want to bring up I another mean, real good moment? Well, yeah. What worked for me is that I did like the murder montage at the beginning. I okay. just didn't like the things that surrounded it. Yeah. I also like the idea of swords. Uh, not as murdering tools, but as tools. Practical tools. Practical tools. Uh, lean. I saw Ron Perlman lean on his sword three times in this movie, and I was like, God, that would be a really good leaning stick. It's like, you stick your sword in the ground, you just lean over on it. That's a good fucking You know, cool. just trim your toenails. Yeah, There's yeah. So many, just so use, use, you use your sword. It. Use your sword to... For stuff, you know, how sharp are swords? By the way, uh, those big, those big double-sided broad swords? swords. Yeah, I have no idea. No idea. Not that sharp. Mostly, but still sharp as a sharp as an axe. Yeah, sharp as an axe. Uh, some another. The moment I really want to talk about is the bridge. So yeah. the bridge. Oh yeah. The whole bridge <laughs> scene. Um, so. Since you don't know, because there's no way you watch this movie, if please, and if you did are listening to this podcast and did watch this movie, you're a fool. Uh, you won. You won our grand prize. You get a sticker. Uh, text us because you obviously know us. Otherwise, why would you do that? Yeah, it says um, I'm a fucking idiot. There is a bridge that they have to cross with this giant wagon that the horses are dragging. That is a cage for Claire Foy. Uh, Claire Foy, who is up to now. Cause a little mischief. Not a lot of mischief. Just a little mischief. Uh, so they first, their first idea to get this cart across the bridge is like Ron Perlman holding. They have like a tug of war rope going around a tree to like ease the cart down it. And then they have uh, Robert Sheehan and Nick Cage pushing the cart. They're pulling it yeah. while well, they're pulling pushing. it from the horse things. They're, the horses are not involved. No. Horses are not involved, which is a mistake. They're to untrustworthy animals. <laughs> on, a, that, on a rickety bridge. On well, a rickety bridge, yeah. I've never ridden a horse, so I don't well, really know. There you go. You need to be Nicolas Cage and learn how to do but it. But why don't they just have a rope long enough to, to tie it to the horses on the other side of the bridge? Yeah, that's it's a really dumb idea. Why don't they just have <laughs> the horses yeah. pull from the other end? They yeah. ended up doing that. Yeah. Which is what they ended up doing when they almost died. Yeah, exactly. It's dumb. They didn't figure it out until, Because you know, they knew the they were being needed. watched and wanted to make it dramatic. <laughs> okay. That's what it was. Everything did nothing. Nothing made... really worked in this film. Nothing worked. It was, it was, it was, nothing. This is the most bleh film I've seen in a long time. That was the main problem with this movie. Yes. It was so... You're not giving me anything. Average. And it's not giving me anything. And the fact anything. that it's like an original story and <laughs> yeah. it's Not based on a book, time. which Kyle thought yeah. for the longest time. 
Yeah, I did. I when I originally <laughs> see the title and I'm like halfway through the movie, I'm like, huh? No, it this is not. Like it's based on a book. It is and not the I biopic like, about the LSD uh, written no. era of San Francisco. And then Stephen, Stephen, and I talked about it later because we were playing video games. And then, uh, yeah, we were talked about it, and he told me, no, it's not based on a book. And I was uh, deeply disappointed. And I was like, so it's not even, not even. It's not even <laughs> not original. Even, like already a concept. It's not even it's... a badly written story. <laughs> Just it's a badly written movie. Yeah. Just. You know the worst part is that I was actually intrigued in this movie. I thought the whole thing I thought it it had some What it did had, you think it was going to be? It had good pace and good beats. The payoff mm. was it was gone, right? Right when they switched the witch to a demon. <laughs> She's not. Which is what happens. She's not a witch. <laughs> the, the main crux of this movie, it all comes down to the very end when is they get the witch. When they get with the witch to the place where they're going to have a trial, and the guy, uh, the one, what's his face? We didn't even say the, the priest. Act, we didn't even say the actor. No, because he priest. sucks. The priest comes out reading the book. Delacroix or whatever his right. name is. He's, that's that's also one of my pet peeves is about movies when it's a it's a spell and they have to read this entire spell. Or and like when you read sequence. when you read the yeah. Bible and yeah. it makes the the poltergeist yeah. the poltergeist whack it out in order for everything to like that is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's always great. Read the end. Read the end, and it, it'll all go away. Yeah, <laughs> or just like you don't have to look at it or anything. Just say it. Just like get it over <laughs> yeah, exactly. with. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all they had to do. Just get it over with. Sorry. And I, know I jumped in on so, you about So the priest, the priest but... is reading the witch spell, and then he's like, this isn't working. And then he's like, oh, shit. I need to read the demon spell. And then it turns out Claire Foy was a demon the whole time. So this isn't even a season of the witch movie. This it's is just a demon, the demon movie. It's, 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 what the it's fuck? Semen of the demon. Semen of the demon. So Waiting for that porno remake that was the worst part about this movie is that it wasn't about a witch had they made claire foy like an all-knowing all-powerful witch at the end and she like busts out of the cage and she does some witch shit like that would have been good yeah so who worked for me who worked for me claire foy is a witch who didn't the demon the whole demon thing did not work for me and then they made all the monks like uh zombies who was the voice of the demon they made the zombies the Monk zombies. Monk zombies. Yeah. Uh, the last the twist. The, the twist last. Sucked. The last twenty minutes of this movie were fucking Awful. insane. And didn't make any sense, Awful. and it ruined the movie when it could have possibly been saved. I don't know what it would have taken. Kevin. It would have been above twenty five percent. Oh, Kevin Kellebrew, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Voice okay. of the demon. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's what I, he's known for. By I, the way, I agree with you wholeheartedly on everything that you said. Um. There's nothing. There's nothing else I want to talk about. Uh. But replace an actor with a. Remix! We're not doing Animal this year. We're going to do a Muppet. In honor of the Twitter trend, uh, replace an entire movie except for one actor with a Muppet. And I have one. It's Ron Perlman with Sweetums. Uh, if you don't know who Sweetums <laughs> the Muppet is, it is the giant hairy beast uh, that wants to ride with uh, the Muppets on the first Muppet movie. And he's he's got a giant nose. He You'll, you'll recognize yeah, him. Sweetums you, you is great. Sweetums Muppet. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly yeah. the the he's pirate. The, he's the, the largest pirate. Muppet. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the, the largest Muppet of them all. He's one. He's the cuddly pirate. Yeah, the yeah. cuddly pirate. Murder face of bud. We need to play that song. That's what we need to go. Uh, the character that I will replace with the Muppet. I'm gonna I'm gonna replace the. I'm gonna replace the guide, the guide guy. I'm gonna replace Tommy. Sorry, Tommy, you just lost another acting job. Um. Uh, but I'm going to replace you with Rizzo. 
I think Rizzo is the guy that leads wow. the, leads that that says that he knows like how to get Stephen there. Stephen Graham with Rizzo, I like that. Stephen Graham with Rizzo, yeah. and he has an English accent. Yeah, we're gonna reverse it, you know, like Cockney. Yeah, Cockney. He's going from American to Cockney. New York instead of a New York <laughs> yeah, accent. Instead, instead of New York rat. <laughs> yeah, and then he uh, he leads them astray and gets like eaten that. by wolves. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, I got one. Great, go for it. I'm going to replace Robert Sheehan with Kermit. I just don't. It makes a lot of sense, but he's, Kermit is a he's, he's too likable at that point. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. then, then he, I mean, I feel like they try to make this guy likable. They tried to force this down. He's like the, he's like the yeah. King Arthur. He's like the young King Arthur type, but, uh, and Kermit, Kermit will make him likable. And he's kind of like, and he's kind of the savior in some sort of sense. Cause he reads the book at the end. Right. And he finally yeah. gets the demon to, Fast, so there you go. Yeah, he takes Claire Foy. So Claire Foy's makes Piggy. Is that what you're saying? Claire Foy survives yes. this movie. First of all, like the demon Ms. leaves Piggy her and she's okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so did the demon like enwrap her body while he was getting? I guess his it was just kicked? it was a poltergeist situation. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, so we talked about a lot of ways to make it fresh. We can agree on this one thing though. Make it an R rating. Give me the gore. Give me the violence. Give yeah, just just all go the battle out. scenes. Yeah, even the battle uh, scenes. Make it a Nick Cage, Ron Perlman movie. Forget it, forget about the kid. Why could make her a witch? There's a lot of ways to easily fix this movie. I don't know how this movie doesn't get more editorial stuff on it. Like that's Dominic, because it's a forgetful movie. I think that I think that what I happened think. is Dominic Sena wanted to go that way, and then the uh, the powers that be were just like, we need this to be PG-13, and we need to release it in January so that everybody can see this. Yeah, I think you also have to replace the American actors. You have to replace Nicholas and Ron. Unfortunately, it just doesn't fit. I don't agree. Like them, like them, them doing American accents for this movie is so dumb. It's Look, fine. Nobody it's cares. Okay. It's okay if they do no, it, but if dumb. everybody no, if if everybody else does it, that's when it's stupid. Like when Stephen Graham does it, and he's clearly. It's British. like, have you seen Valkyrie with Tom Cruise? Like that's dumb. But that he no 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 that's that's wrong. That's wrong. The only reason he was cast for that movie is because he looks like that. That is not the same thing. At least he attempts, but at the same time, like these people don't even attempt. You're bringing up problematic movies because that includes Brian Singer. We all know Brian Singer's problematic. Yeah, we're all done with it. (laughs) I'm just saying that that's one thing that bugs me about this movie is that they. You need to move to England and be part of the Keep British People British Party. That's what you need to do. (laughs) Oh, I'm fine with that. Whoa! It makes sense. Whoa! (laughs) No, that's the thing we're trying to do is get more Americans acting British. That's what we need. That's what I need in my life. We need. We have more too Americans. many British people acting American. I need more American people acting British. Put I'm, it in. Put well, it sorry, in the they're better actors. Need <laughs> more Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, more Robert Downey Jr. That's why we're happy that the new Sherlock's getting made. Speaking Junior of which, Doolittle specifically. Now it's time for the top five. Top five. These are top five seasonal movies. Movies with the season in the title. Okay, so I'm going with. <laughs> I'm throwing you I'm, off, no, aren't I? No, for a second I was thinking of uh, uh, if there's a there's is there any Star Wars with fall in the title? Fall of the I fall, was thinking I was trying fall to fall of the no, Republic. No, 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 there, no. there's none no, of the falls. Not, no, I was trying to think of one. Okay, I'm going number five. I'm going Legends of the Fall. I'm going uh, uh, my guy Brad Pitt getting scalps. You know, people think that. Brad Pitt only got scalps in Inglorious Bastards. He was getting scalps early on. He was getting scalps early on in his career as Legends of the Fall. That's when he was in Montana. He was he was uh, he was killing. He was That's killing. Disturbing. I mean the the 
if you listen to what I said right there, you would think the movie's more exciting than that is, but it's not. It's really not. It's really not. It's really a long movie that's kind of crazy that you might not want to do, but you do do. I want to say it's a must watch if you're a Brad Pitter, you know, if you're a Pitter. Uh, what's your number five, Steven? Uh, my, oh, I, I, we are doing particular order. My number five would have to be, uh, I know what you did last summer because it's, it's, I got to put it on the list. Yeah. A lot of these movies I yeah. haven't seen. What's your number four? My number four, I'm going to go with Winter's Bone. Uh, I'm going with Winter's Bone partly because it's the last Netflix DVD that I ever rented. Wow. And I kept it on accident. So I own it wow. and I lost it wow. and I never saw it. Wow. So all of those summer combined, never saw it either. Combined together, that's the most Nick. That's the most Nick story I've ever. All heard. those combined together make it my number four. All right, my number four would have to be Winter Soldier, uh, Captain America sequel. But yeah, that's my number three. It's pretty good. Uh, it's it's okay. I like that George's Saint Pierre is in it in the. Beginning. You know, I think it's the one that people said is the best one at the beginning, and then looking back, it's actually not as fun as you think it is. Yes. It's it's kind of it's too sad. I think yeah. it's too sad. It's too depressing. It doesn't really end well. Yeah, it it's not happy I don't enough. Like the ending. It's not happy enough for a Marvel movie. You know, it's like, a great like uh, espionage movie. Yeah, but it's cool. It's fine. It's a cool it's good. movie, but it's the the ending like leaves me like oh we're just gonna do this. Yeah. Again. Oh, you have 15 seconds to say whatever you want. All right, no, you're done. My number three is going to be... <laughs> my number three is going to be... Uh, wet Hot American Summer. The, uh, Damn it. The, uh, the, 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 the satire on camp movies, I guess. Yeah, fantastic movie. Um, Deucer. Crazy movie. I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna go spring. I'm gonna get a spring in here, you, and I'm gonna go. No. There's a couple springs you can take. Um, spring spring breakers. breakers is yeah. one, but I'm gonna <laughs> go. Brown. I'm gonna go recent release last year. Palm Springs. Uh, oh yeah, with Sandberg. Palm Springs with Andy Sandberg and uh, my girl Christina Milati. Yep. And uh, I think it's a great movie. I'm gonna choose that. That's my number two. Right. Not bad. Three, number two, my my number two. two uh, oh yeah, two. My, yeah, my yeah. number two. Uh, Five hundred days of summer. Uh, oh. The greatest. Uh, one of the greatest uh, rom com dramas of all time. Yep, I'm moving in. That's my number one. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I figured that would be your number. Yeah, one. I mean, it's just hard. It's just very much my brand, and I'm not able to break away from it yep. yet. And if you haven't figured out my brand, here it is. My number one. Say it with me, Nick. A Midsummer. Midsummer. What a great <laughs> summer romp movie. I definitely would watch that every summer flower. with my friends. Slug, flower, flug, flower. Why? <laughs> because it's the greatest summer movie of all time. Uh, Kyle and Alex, do you guys have any addition, additional ones you want to talk about real quick? Uh, winter Stales. I was trying contender. to. I was trying to look up some. I couldn't find any. Uh, others. Winter People, yeah. also a future contender because it's a 1989 movie and it stars none other than Kurt Russell. Yep, there you go. I'm gonna go Mission Impossible Fallout, as in fall That's is dumb. out. <laughs> it's oh, winter. Oh man, <laughs> fall out is out. Fall is out. It's winter is in. <laughs> I like. Uh, I like uh, the the sequel to Winter's Bone. Winter's Bane. Yeah, there uh, you starring go. Starring Tom Hardy. Uh, Summer Catch is actually a future contender and also on the short list. Uh, Now it's time for the game portion. Uh, It's time to get gaming with it, and this is the only game that I could think of. Yeah, Season of the Witch is a song. Can you play a little bit of the song while I explain it? It's a a 60s song by by Donovan. Our guy Donovan. Our guy Donovan wrote the song, uh, and you would know it. It goes, Season of the Witch, like like that, pretty much over and over. 
All right, make a movie based on a 60s psychedelic rock song title. So the only issue is this. I had two ideas. Okay. And both of them were taken already. One was I Am the, I am the Walrus, eh. which is already done. Yeah, with, wall, with Tusk. Yeah, yeah, Tusk. And Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, which is done with Future Contender, actually. Fucking Noah Hawley. Noah yeah. Hawley. Noah Hawley ruined You it. can redo Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. No, no. It's not I'm, the same movie. No, I'm going to move on. I'm going with... Fade up from black. It's 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 a screen with just squiggles. Squiggles. We got audio waves. Audio waves going. Audio waves going. And it's just. I'm talking about good vibrations. <laughs> He's spinning up. So it's it's called Good Vibrations, and it's and it's just about feeling good, and it's about a real low tone sound. So it's a lot of cars rolling around. It's all set in California. It's all surfer guys. The thing that happens that really gets you hooked into the movie: tremors. There's tremors. There's a tsunami. Shit goes down in this movie, but. Good vibrations turn to bad, bad vibrations real quick, but they have to figure out wow. how to get these good vibrations back again. Wow. That is a, that's a reach, but uh, I liked what you came up with. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I like it. Uh, uh, what, do you, what do you got? There's a man. Uh, average, every, every, everyday, ordinary fellow uh, commutes into his job. Um, in order to in order to take care of his family, his family lives in the in the sticks, and uh, he has to go into the city and work. Uh, he's a he's a longshoreman. He's a he's a manual laborer for the for the docks. Um, he does all he can. Uh, he decides to join his mates uh, uh, one day for for a drink or two at at a at a place that's not far not far from where he works, so it's convenient enough for him to to get in and out, uh, have a drink before he leaves. But then the seduction occurs, and he's drawn to this place, and he can't escape it. And he sends correspondence once in a while, uh, and then the correspondence just stops. His son uh, decides to follow the tracks of his dad uh, years later and, and tries to find him. And he winds up in the streets of New Orleans. And he comes upon the only address that he's ever known uh, that he got from his father, and it's the house of the rising sun. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, um, I'm in. So, yeah, in order to, to sell this quickly, House of the Rising Sun, it's a, it's a scary place. It's like it's like Hotel California. It's ruled by demons and, you know, whatever. Supernatural forces take over the House of the Rising Sun and whoever walks in there. Can I, can I ask and something? And there's a sun involved, too, which yeah. is, yeah. you know, a devil can, on ton. There you go. Go ahead, yeah, Kyle. Can I ask something? Why is this a game for this movie? Uh, because the song is called Season of the Witch. And that was the song I just played to you. Was called "Season of the Witch" by Donovan. That's why we introduced. You never heard of that song, Kyle? No, he's never heard of it. <laughs> I still don't understand why you're I asking. Still, this I'm still, I'm still trying. It's a reach. <laughs> why is it a reach? I'm just putting it out there. Alex, it's which reach. movie are you gonna watch? I'm gonna have to go with Stevens. Wow. Sounds the most interesting. Wow. Wow. Well, you want to watch? Mine. Want... I had one. Want <laughs> to watch my okay. vibrations? Go, Kyle. Go. Oh, mine was just about mine's a musical. Great. And Already it's terrible. about Sly and the Family Stone, and they're just trying to get people to dance to the music. So it's oh, called okay. Dance to the Music. <laughs> and there you go. 
I, I do love the idea of them going around the whole movie and nobody dancing and them just like cash it's, like it, gradually. It's hard times during the 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to get people to dance again. Yeah, it's like the depression, the, the but premise. for dancing, you know. <laughs> yeah, the depression, but the feeling, you know. Exactly. Uh, trying to turn things around. I would, make a peri- I would make a period piece called California Dreamin' about SoCal. Come on! Introducing... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was my mistake. <laughs> wow! Uh, shout out to White Rabbit, the Jefferson Airplane song, which is the reverse. It's a movie that inspired a song. <laughs> oh yeah, old Frank Baum. Call back, yeah. Little Nicky. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that Little Nicky? White Rabbit. <laughs> no, is it Lewis Carroll? Lewis Carroll did it. Lewis Wizard Carroll. Of Oz, yeah, right? Lewis Carroll first wrote it. Yeah, El Frank Baum did Wizard of Oz. Um, no, yeah. Alice in Wonderland. Is that? That's yeah, L. Frank Baum did 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 Winners of Oz. Your guy did Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. God, this movie sucked. <laughs> we've like, thanks for your we've, final we've thoughts. We talked Kyle. about we've talked about so much other shit than this actual movie. I'm just gonna say that's yeah, that's, that's the whole we, reason why we talked about other things because they made us want to think about other things. That's a testament to how good the movie was. Yeah, it's a for, forgettable <laughs> so Nicolas Cage movie. This is why it. we're doing it at the beginning of uh, of the year just to get it out of the way. Because yeah, that was it's your final. One of that was Kyle's. That was Kyle's final thought. We're gonna come in hard next week, next month with another Nicolas Cage. Maybe, maybe not. We don't really know yet. Uh, final thoughts, Stephen. Anything? Uh, should have been about a witch. That's my only. That's my only final yeah, thought. Really. Uh, it it was fake. It was about. It was fake about. It was a fake out about witches. Like if you're gonna be titled season of the witch, make it about witches. Like what the fuck? They pulled the troll. Yeah, they, they pulled, pulled the, tro- the troll yeah. too. <laughs> they pulled you, the troll you too. You said it's it true. best, Alex. You said it best. They swindled us. Final thoughts. They yep. fucking bamboozled us. Better than the big green. Hell no. Nope. Not better than the big nope. green. Rerate this. Five percent done. I'll just keep it at eleven. I think it's eleven. I think five it makes sense. It it's makes a five sense. It makes sense as eleven. I'm not even gonna rate it. Uh, blurb, Nick. You got one. Uh, season of the Witch. I'm ready for this season to be over. There you go. Ditch this witch. Yeah, that's Kyle. good. Uh, my other one is uh, I don't have one. Wabbit season? No, it's witch season. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all. Nah, I'm on my way, mate. Uh, real recommendations, Nick. Do you have anything? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna recommend some Russian stuff. I'm I'm in a Russian kick right now. I read Gentleman of Moscow. Good book. Read that book. I read uh, Czar and the Love of Techno. My, <laughs> that's so funny that you brought that up. My aunt was trying to get me to read that book for the longest time. I'm like, I don't want to read that book. It's a good book. <laughs> I didn't know it was a good book. I don't know if it's your type of book, but it it's pretty be. good. It's a pretty good book. It might be. Yeah. Czar uh, and the Love of Techno. And then I uh, listened to a lot of Tchaikovsky today. Shout out to Tchaikovsky. My hey. guy. My guy, Tchaikovsky. Big fan of the borscht. <laughs> Uh, he, uh, he did the Nutcracker Suite. If you listen, just listen to the Nutcracker Suite and it is banger after banger after banger. I, yeah. it's unbelievable after that this guy, Christmas. this guy did it. <laughs> this guy, it's winter. It's a winter movie. It's a winter I'm movie. <laughs> we talked about it's this ma- last year. With the, we talked yeah. about this last the year nut- with the podcast. It's, it's, it's a, a winter cra- tale. <laughs> the, yeah. The Nutcracker 3D. <laughs> oh, bro. It's a masterpiece. It really you is. It, it honestly is a masterpiece. Steven. Oh <laughs> Any recommendations? Uh, my real recommendation would have to be. There was I mean, that guy probably 
inspire composers for movies oh. and st- shit like that. I finally no, he wouldn't have because it was in the seventeen fucking hundreds where there was no such thing as movies, Kyle. But but well. for 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 plays, like think Do about it. it. Like that's what those that are. Music, I mean, people still can't be influenced. Without, without Why are we music, talking about Tchaikovsky? It's my moment because because it makes movies and like not like his no, work specifically, 1890, but it, 1892. Composers wow, later. I'm gonna let you shout right down, Kyle. Yeah, he, cinema. He's He's late 1800s. He was like not uh, that old. He was like uh, how how the black eyed peas just missed TikTok. Like he was right there. Yeah. he could have been a movie guy, <laughs> but he was black eyed peas. He was popping for, for ten solid years. Um, he is a- shut up, Kyle. My turn. Saturday, Saturday, <laughs> and Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. My real recommendation would have to be the film that I just recently watched, even though it's a it's it's pretty old. Uh, the the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. First time I ever seen that movie uh, about a week ago. Yeah, Bradley. Yeah, with and, uh, uh, Brad Pitt, Casey Affleck. Young young Affleck. It was directed by the guy who did the movie Lawless. He's Australian. Uh, it was it was written by... No, it wasn't written by Nick Cave, but Nick Cave is in the movie. Lawless is one now, of my favorite... Uh, I thought this was a bad movie, but it's actually an amazing movie. movie. Yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. Fucking great movie. Yeah. Oh, he now, did... Now. He, Shut up, Kyle. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a good movie. I'm just movie. trying to get him my two cents. <laughs> no, Obviously. Never mind. He, um, uh, Nick Cave Nick Cave is famous for writing that movie as well as Lawless, as well as writing the proposed sequel to Gladiator, which was rejected by the studio. And we know all about that story. I mean, we are Nick Cage movie and Nick Cave. Nick Cave and Nick what, Cage. spin-off story of Digimon Hansu? You do not know the sequel Character. to Gladiator? That's for another day. But um, for now, we'll leave the audience with this. Keep it real. Uh, they don't. They don't get any recommendations. We don't get the recommendations. Oh, what do you guys want to recommend? I got a great recommendation. The History of Swear Words, hosted by who else? Nicholas Cage. Okay, History Okay, history of Swear oh, Words. Did you not hear, did you not hear no, that? No, no, we got you. We got you. All right, Kyle, what's your recommendation? Uh, my recommendation is going to be His Dark Materials. So we picked up Are you watching? Night. Are you watching season two? Thanks, Alex. No, so we haven't watched. So we watched like the first two episodes of the first season when it first came out and then didn't watch it. And so we're catching up. Yeah, we're in the middle of the second season. Materials. And the second one, how is the second season? I I haven't watched the second season yet. What are you saying, Alex? I didn't. I haven't finished the second season, but it's it's okay so far. I mean, I think it was that good. It's I feel really like they're trying. <laughs> I feel like they're they're like trying to like reach expectations though, and all those Game of Thrones fans. But it's, it's good. I hear it's overproduced. It's slow. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's I way overproduced. It. I was really disappointed. This is Alex. Me and me and personally, Alex analyzing the show. It's really really. <laughs> But like the first season is pretty good, incredible. And Can then you not I'm halfway hear me through the okay? second season. No, you're fine. You're fine. I'm just I'm just talking shit. Sorry, Kyle. Sorry. And as we always say here, Yo, Max. Now, Can you not hear me okay? <laughs> <laughs> you just cut it out. It's so funny. And then your sentence picks up right where you left off, which is the weird part. I yeah. don't know how that happens. Yeah. Uh, 
as we always say, keep it real, keep it rotten. Thank you for joining us. We're looking forward to 2021. If you have any ideas, let Stay us safe. know. We got a couple of big plans. We got summer of surf coming. Yep. We got, uh, we got, uh, we got that's all we year. got. We got a KG year coming <laughs> yeah. up. Ahead. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a, a fun year. We're, we're looking to charter some new territories. So if you, if you want to be a part of it, let us know. Please. Uh, you know how to reach us if you listen to this podcast. More than likely. Uh, Twitter, uh, rerotten, uh, Instagram at real rotten. Uh, I am sick lions on Twitter at lick, Nick, lick nylons on Instagram. Steven is Ramirez on both. Prob- probably, probably. And, uh, fucking vibes. and, uh, keep it real. Stay rotten and take us out. Uh, crew of the North. Yeah. Bye. When the course is laid and the anchors wait, a sailor's blood begins racing. With our hearts unbound and our flag unfurled, we're underway and off to see the world. Underway and off to see the world. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten We like our potatoes are gotten You watch a film, but you can't even But here comes Nick and Steve And they break it down, they turn it out And when it was over, you wanted to shout I want my money back that was real rotten Real fucking rotten Yeah.